What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Chris Hatcher Estates here in lovely LaGrange, North Carolina. It's finally Friday. It's football Friday. It is True Smoke Friday. True Isn't that right, David Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. It's Friday, October the 27th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 957 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they may or may not be joining me at the end of the second we might, hour. We might need that time. Yeah, we may need that time. So, uh, hey, how about this? I'm preemptively striking here one minute into the show, Jason Bryant, that uh, we've got a long birthday game. So, I think I'm going to break it out separately and let folks just listen to it by itself because we have got a ton of guests out here today. You've heard David Watkins' voice. Good morning, yep, Dave. Good morning. How you doing, Brian? I've, I'm doing much, much better because of you. Let's see. You hooked me up with a drop cord. <laughs> you hooked me up with chairs. Yeah, Jason, I I, I don't know. Happens, I'm, blaming, I'm blaming it on me It just being so early that uh, <laughs> I, I had the chairs ready. Remember, I brought them yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, you sure did. I just, I just forgot Weren't you just them. here last night? <laughs> yeah, I should have read. That's what I. And he's going to rub it in even more on you. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, let me tell you something about last night. I tell you, what, let, let me get everything yeah, set up ahead. here. Oh my God, dude. Uh, do it, do it. Do I hold on? Do I look a little fatter than usual? I just passed on a biscuit. <laughs> I, I'm eating at a, what, David? Eleven thirty. Till uh, eleven to eleven thirty. Yeah. Uh, well, let me introduce David Watkins, the architect of uh, True Smoke. Uh, this this. An amazing event that's taking place this weekend, the fourth annual True Smoke Smoke Out. It actually began yesterday. It did, yes. Uh, and uh, But you're the architect of that. We've got Jason Bryant, the uh, sales executive to the stars for WRNS. Yes, sir. We've got Connor Bryant. Say good morning, Connor. Connor. Good morning. Oh, there you go. Let me turn him up a little bit. Try that again. Good morning. There you <laughs> go. There, now we can hear him. He's joining us live here. Uh, and, man, we have, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have Paul Whittington joining us here. And less than 20 minutes uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, Ryan Stevenson is going to be joining us at some point out here yep. today. Chris Hatcher is going to join us at the at the first middle of the at hey, the first of the second hour. Yeah, Chris, we're who? Have, <laughs> yeah, you know him, right? <laughs> we, we are on his. Uh, we're occupying his estate right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we're going to have him. We're going to have Larry Dale, the uh, head football coach at North of Nor. We're going to have. Ryan Diesel Gieselman from Kinston High. Do you see why I'm not yeah. going to get the birthday game in today? Probably. Absolutely, man. David's going to hook us up with a couple of guests who are out here just to give us a little bit of color uh, of the event out here. And as you look around right now, I tell you what, we've introduced everybody. This is the fourth annual uh, True Smoke Smokeout. And for folks that are may not be familiar with this, David. Just uh, tell them a little bit about uh, the genesis of this. I mean, and uh, give us a Cliff Notes version because I'm assuming. Everybody should know about this by now, but uh, just, just give us the, the how, how did this start about four years ago? You know, we uh, we started the Facebook page in uh, 2019. By the time July 20 rolled around, we were talking on the page about everybody getting together and just uh, sharing what we had seen each other do because we all knew we were a lot of locals. And we we, uh, we started working it out. I put on the page, serious inquiries, who all is interested in doing this because we need a venue first. And... Chris Hatcher, whom I didn't even know at that time, didn't know nothing about him, didn't know his history or anything. He chimed in and said, I got 17, 18 acres of flat grassland. If you want it, let's do it. And I said, let me come look at it. We came and looked at it. And uh, the last weekend of October, I've kept this, this event on the same weekend every year. And uh, we started having it. And honestly, the very first one had this many people at it. Yeah. Very first, we, we we didn't have this many on Thursday, but Friday and then Saturday, where they were still rolling in on Saturday with campers and just just to stay one night. But this is how it started. We put a few contests involved in it, and uh, since then the contests have gotten bigger, the prizes have gotten bigger, and but we've kept one thing the same: it's free. Yeah, we've kept all the everything's changing. 
for the better, but we keep it free. And it's amazing. I mean, and just the development and the what? I, now, I don't think I came to the very first one. Did no, sir. No, I, sir. I came to the second one. I though, think and so, I've yes. been here for the second one, the third one. I've been here for the spring flings that uh-huh. you guys have done. Yep. And just the development out here. I mean, those bridges that are right there, that's a relatively new uh, yep. development. Yep. A, a, a member that doesn't even take part in the page that much. A guy named Frankie Green. He moves mobile homes locally. Uh-huh. And he donated these are these are uh, trailer trusses here. And he donated them. And Mr. Hatcher, with all of his skill, <laughs> welded those and painted those and i mean what does he not do you tell know about the new building uh, yep. the yeah, just, that, uh, tell us about all the new developments since you guys have started coming out here uh the bridges for one was 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 was, was the big uh uh addition that we did to start with we love those and then chris came up with some um some some people uh, the family the sutton family over off of noose road they donated the building and the shelter to us said all you got to do is come and get it so we all got together about six of us on a saturday went over there uh tore the shelter completely apart uh hooked uh, uh chris got somebody to come and move the building over so moved it all over here well, we came together, put it all together. The, the concrete pad that the the seven, five, seven foot by seven foot block cooker is on was donated. Yeah. The seven foot by seven foot block cooker was donated. The steel, the construction of the seven foot. Seven Hold on, foot. That. did you see that on your way in, Jason? I haven't. I'm going to walk around when we get done. It is going to blow your mind. I'm talking about just yeah. the cooker. Just itself. the cooker, well, yeah. Please continue, but I just I, I had to ask Jason if he's saying, dude, Seven foot by seven foot, dude. That's awesome. Well, all yeah. donated. Yep. And uh, all of that was donated. They come out here on a Saturday. They <laughs> built the thing. It took a little time to get the, the steel frame. I think Delco uh, are the ones that did the steel for it. We got a big grate. The aluminum top for it is custom made uh, just for this event. Also, Chris Hatcher, put uh, he, he ran power out here, built us a power board. He did all of that, all of that uh, work himself. And uh, all of these things have just been great. It's just things that we needed to make it a little more comfortable and a little more easy. But, but uh, you know, all for the members, man, the members to have here. And we, and we do other things with this. If if someone wants to have a legitimate fundraiser or something, it doesn't have to be during True Smoke Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Get up with us. Let us know. We'll, we'll talk about it, and we'll make this thing happen. We can cook all kind of – last year we cooked a whole steer on there, about 500 pounds. So – a that whole steer split it right does, down man. the middle, baby. Cut her open and laid her so on there and got it going. So in, unlike a pig picking, it was a cow picking. It was a cow picking. <laughs> I've, always wanted, I've always wondered why people didn't do that. I mean, I understand the difference in the weight of a steer versus yeah. a pig and how much more people it would, would feed. But yep. I just can't imagine just grabbing a piece of it, t- it was filet good. or tenderloin <laughs> off of a they yeah. seasoned it. They injected it. Uh, they ca- and that was the first thing that we cooked on that cooker. Yeah. So that's uh, this is our this is a full year we've had that. So they were they were kind of going into uncharted waters. But these guys are figured pit it masters. Out. Some of these guys over here are pit masters. I'm telling you. Yeah. And they figured it out. And that was it. they injected it. I mean, they did the whole thing, man. And it was perfect. It I, wasn't dry. I got a good friend that um, that I grew up with right across the street, and he always cooked whenever we would have like hangouts, all the guys will get together. He's out here. Um, Brent, I don't know if you know Brandon Wallace. Yeah, oh, yeah, Brandon Wallace is a good friend of mine. Brandon's been here since the very beginning. So I got to find him whenever we get done. I told him He's right over him. there. Is he? Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You see that white uh, ram right in front of us? Is that him? That's him, I believe. Yep. He's over there sleeping. Oh, yeah, he's sleeping. He's inside of that trailer asleep. <laughs> he pulls his trailer and puts a macot inside of it and sleeps there the whole time. That is awesome. We are live from the fourth annual True Smoke Smoke Out here, LaGrange, North Carolina, 3299 Fred Everett Fred Road. Everett Road yep. uh, you need to come out here. It's a place Here's the thing, and, I, and I, it's a place. It, <laughs> if, you, if you enjoy good barbecue, it smells great out here. It, oh, uh, what do I always say? If you Follow, can't find it, roll your roll window your down. down yep. and, hey, yep. you notice how I did the roll your roll window it. down? Yeah, no, yeah, like people roll windows <laughs> down like that anymore. Or, or like anybody can see it other than us for. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Roll your window down. <laughs> there you go. But oh, the, the, thing that. That I like, the thing that I like to remind people is something like this that goes on, it's got to cost something, you know. I mean, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about for folks to come out here and to enjoy the food. To, in fact, Linda and I last night, I, you've got vendors out here, too. Yep. And, dude, we had I had a little bite of that blueberry crumble this morning, uh, man. Is it the Mima's. Mima's goodies. 
Do you oh, like that, blue? Yes. Yeah. She oh, dude, at, it was. She it, sets up at a lot of local events too. Oh, I didn't realize that, dude. It was moist. It was good. I got a little uh, margarine and put a little. You put it in the microwave for about eight seconds. Oh yeah. Put oh, a little yeah. margarine on it, dude. See, was, yep. we need to do this because Jason's fasting. He said that on the show yesterday. That he's I saw him lick his lips when you said a little margarine. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. Tell him why you're fasting. Um, I am judging the pork steak competition at 11, 1130, I yep, think. exactly. Four, five, so five other people, yep. I am very interested to get my hands on some food. Hey, let me tell you good. something. Uh, Linda and I were part of the judges that judged the pizza competition last night. 21 pizzas, dude. Oh. <laughs> you, are, you are stuffed, aren't you? I mean, you think about that. If you just take one yeah. bite, that's 21 bites. Yeah. Oh, and, that, so, and let me tell you, no, there were some. That's several pieces of pizza if you talk about whole yeah. pieces of pizza. Yeah. Oh, so dude. what advice do you have for me? If there's one I like, just kind of set really light, set it to you the gotta side. you got to take you a bite of every one, and, but just take a bite. Uh, now, some, you're going to have different turn-ins in this particular competition because right. you can make – Pork steak slider, pork steak tacos. You can do all oh kind of things with God. pork steak. We left that open. We just don't want them turning into pork. Some people might just cook some pork steak and turn it in. But uh, oh, as far man. as the pork chops and pork, pork steak is, is the best cut off of that butt. And uh, it's, <coughs> it's got that tenderloin medallion in it. So Hey, hey, wipe your mouth right there, Jason. Okay? <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> but what's going to get you is the flavors that your, that your yeah. mouth is going to enhance. It's just going to... Some of the flavors is just going to explode on your palate. It's going to be you. like a party in my mouth. I can't wait. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, hey, look, I, I got this, too. I hadn't even told you this. Tony's going to come out with me tomorrow. We're going to come wow. out about three. Um, Chris has been on me, on me, on me about coming. And he's usually playing baseball this weekend. You're about Connor. Yeah. Yeah, Connor's usually playing baseball, travel ball. His Winter World Series is usually the last weekend in October. They changed it. It was, what, two weeks ago, bud? And – um. So we're able to come, but my boss Tony Denton's gonna come with me Saturday, and we're gonna be here for get here about two thirty, three o'clock. We're gonna stay, we're gonna eat with you guys, hang out. Yep. I'm gonna show him what this is all about, and he's excited. So, oh. Linda cool. and I are coming to order. We're scheduled to we're scheduled to appear. Okay, we hope so. Unless <laughs> yeah. uh, that's just in time up. for the whole hog judging. The whole <laughs> hog judging starts at three o'clock that day. And what time is the big meal tomorrow too? Uh, that usually happens around six thirty. Uh-huh. Seven o'clock because we have our award ceremony at five. Okay, that usually takes an hour. Uh, we've got a couple other things that we're going to do, so I'll tell you about that later. It's for okay. somebody, but um, we're gonna uh, we'll give away our awards. But shortly after the award ceremony, between five and six, then we'll kind of break apart. They'll go over there, and we'll start getting the hog cookers to come out here, and we'll set the tables up where the members can put the sides out on the table that they're cooking, and then we'll use all the 1,300 pounds of whole hog that we have for <laughs> a 1,300-pound hog cook. At 13 cookers will be laid out here. So uh, if you do come and you visit, bring you a, bring you a couple freezer bags. These folks don't mind sharing this stuff with you. The, all these hog cookers, they got hog already. They yeah. got it at their house. They probably got it in the freezer. They don't even want any of it probably. Yeah. So, And, I mean, and again – it's free. It's free. Come out here tomorrow uh, or come out here today. There's yep. going to be competitions out here today. Again, uh, tell everybody about the flag. It used to be balloons, but you were telling us or a couple of days ago about That's it. Right. Tell us about if uh, you do come out here again, 3299 uh, Fred Everett Road. You want to check this out. Yep. Uh, and, and people are going to be, be giving away some of the stuff that they're cooking here. Yep. They're tell fine. them about how they can find out who's giving away what. Um. What you can do, we used to give away balloons. Helium, the last couple of years since COVID, has been really hard to find. So I had the idea of getting some uh, little red flags. So we got some little red flags. They look like maybe kind of the size of the flags where people put the electric fence out for dogs, and you'll see these flags in their yard. That's what these kind of flags are. But when you see this little red flag, that's, uh, that's the cook of that campsite is giving you an invitation to come up there and say, hey, what you got going on, and not feel awkward about it. And, and he'll be like, oh, well, we're cooking a little bit of this. Like, we ain't got for you that's yeah. not the way it's going to be out here so uh that that's exactly what the red flags are for we're going to almost start handing those out first thing this morning and uh, there's just going to be all kind of stuff out here for people to for, to sample on and chew on so so you have a great voice or what dude he does he's got a great <laughs> so, radio voice you, you. That's, uh, have i not told you that since day uh, one yes, it's the very first time yeah, you hey. ever came on my and show and don't let the opportunity pass to promote his podcast, too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the True Smoke. I see Ryan Stevenson walking up right now. He's been a part of it. Uh, the True Smoke Barbecue Podcast. Uh, 
it, it's awesome. You yep. guys have a yep. lot of fun it's on fun. that. It, fun. You're the host of it. You're the one I'm that convinced me to do it. Well, yeah, but I'm just a producer. Yeah. I'm just a guy that sits back and listens to uh, these guys talk about how to uh, how to smoke meat and all that and just all the great things they do. But uh, well, we have a lot of fun on there talking yeah. junk and oh, yeah. picking on people. And <laughs> <laughs> Come on over, Ryan. So uh, here, let me get it reset here. Here's what we are doing this morning here uh, in about five minutes or so. You're going to hear from Paul Whittington. He's a regular Friday guest here on the show. We're going to have uh, him on. Uh, you've got Ryan Stevenson uh, right now. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, sir. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing fantastic. Thank Glad to for, be here. Thank uh, you. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for joining us here. And I, I don't even know where to go other than just, man, last night was amazing. And he was a, both of you guys were in there with us with the pizzas. And uh, hey, where did the uh, the barbe- or the breakfast pizza end up finishing? Did it finish in the top three or? I don't know, to be honest it, with you. Uh, that's what, that's I what don't David think could, it did. I don't think don't it think was because uh, Lee didn't do it, uh, Ed didn't do it, and Desiree didn't do it. So that was uh, the top three right there. Yeah, so probably top my, seven, I would think. My only mission, I need to find out where that is because, dude, that was the best one of all of them that I had last <laughs> night. And I was one of five judges. That was my favorite out of all of them. And it just, man, what a great I, night. I'm going to tell on Brian. He didn't even wait to get home to eat the rest of that breakfast pizza. He was he digging did. it in the car on the way home. He told me. <laughs> well, he had a pile <laughs> on his plate of Every, probably 14 did. different pizzas. All of them, the two, the two ladies in there besides your God. wife, they had husbands sitting out here waiting, uh-huh. waiting for that I pizza. I needed a picture of that with 14 <laughs> pieces of it. was. They're not joking. It's They're funny. not joking at all, man. In fact, I ended up putting it into a nut. You know, we had it in a little closed. Oh, really? Thing. Container? Yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting another one and just piling it in there. Oh, I got a whole – I ate uh, several of those last night as I was watching the game. So what are you eating night. today? Nothing? I told you I woke up this morning and had some blueberry crumble. Oh, that <laughs> was this morning. Uh, that was this morning, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yep. the, what, the Mimos? Mimos. Mimos, yeah, yep. Ryan Stevenson joining us. Uh, tell us a little bit of what does what does this event mean to you? I mean, getting all of these folks out here. This is I know you do the spring fling. Uh, David, yes, sir. David ceded control of that to you this year. He did. But this is the granddaddy. This is the one that started everything. Yes, what, yep. what what does the uh, true smoke smoke out mean to you? Everything. Uh, we traveled down here for years, uh, even to the first one in 2020, yep. and it was just an absolutely amazing time. And I went back and told my wife, I'm like, look, like this is amazing. you got to come down here for yourself and These actually see These southern folks it. are nice. That's what yeah. he said. <laughs> well, southern hospitality is a thing. Okay? Yeah. You really got to go down there. It's real. So, so we, uh, I was able to get her down here, and uh, we've, we've been to every event except for the Stew Fest where it was uh, the ice storm. Yeah, where we couldn't make it down for that one, but it's it's family. I tell David it's the best three days of the year. Uh, it's just one of those things where you you know that you're coming for a good time, and the only the only thing that you're looking out for is the weather, yeah. because you know you're gonna have friendship, fellowship, whatever you want to call it. You're gonna eat good. It's just an absolutely amazing time. Jeez. And the thing about this event is that I've seen from afar, like I said, but this is a true event of what Lenore County. Yeah. And Kinston does because Ryan is a testament to it. Knew nothing about the area. Nothing. He comes down to this event, and now he owns property in Lenore County. Wow. Yes, sir. We have a farm right here in LaGrange. Yeah. So yep. it works, man. It yeah, works. It Where, does. Where's the <laughs> furthest person that's going to come this weekend from? Uh, I think Georgia right now. I think that's uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, you Pitt- Desiree from Pittsburgh. Okay. That's okay. a good eight, that nine hours. Really? Yeah. Right. So we've got, we've got Pork yeah. Island drove about nine hours. A New Jersey, yeah. So uh, we've got Jersey, Pittsburgh, and Georgia so, uh, right now. We have had people who have passed from California. Yeah. They flew in, though, yeah. but they, they still came. Wow, and I bet their, their arms are tired, right? <laughs> okay, that was <laughs> but when you talk about economic landing. development yeah. and everybody says there's nothing going on in this town, that's – you or know what county. it is. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. it's negative. And I mean, Ryan, Ryan is a testament of that. I mean, he he came down. He he got in with a group of folks that were welcoming, just like most Kinstonians and Lenore Countyans are. Is that a word, Countyans? Yeah, yeah it is now. <laughs> it is on this. But, but anyway, I mean, <laughs> that's what we do. That's a testament to David. Mm-hmm. But Ryan then bought in. I met Ryan working over at Riley's. Uh, he actually won. Um, a mini helmet contest that we had right here on <laughs> on Bet on the Bull, which is pretty cool, and, yeah. and we talked a little bit. But I just thought that was a cool story because you don't hear about. It. I'm sure it happens, but you just don't hear about it. So I wanted to mention that. Well, no, that is absolutely awesome. How is the move coming? Are you, 
It's going. It's going. <laughs> a lot of U-Hauls. Right? A lot of U-Hauls. When are you going to be here full-time? or are you gonna... uh, It's going to be a little while. Okay. We're, we're going to be transitioning from Delaware to here. It's just It takes a little, little time. Well, so. let's brag a little bit on uh, on your business, and I tell you what, what has been fun is being friends with you on Facebook and seeing the success <laughs> of Shore Smoke. I mean, and it is. I mean, it is. Uh, isn't it in grocery stores all over Delaware? And it's in food lines in all of yeah. Maryland and Delaware. Yes, sir. That's amazing. How do, how does that happen? Hard work and just a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and a consistency. Lot of no- a lot of nose, right? <laughs> a lot of it nose. don't fall right in your lap, does it, buddy? No, you. It's one of those things <laughs> where if 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 no offends you, uh, this ain't the job for you. You know what well, I mean? Jason Bryan. Jason's in. I, He's in, in sales. sales. He so knows how it is. I tell yeah. him all the time. I was like, buddy, the answer is always no unless you ask yeah. a question. Yep. And exactly. you have to put it out there because you're going you're gonna to get told no more than you're going to get told yes. And you got to get past the no's, get to the yeses, and then that's when you become successful in anything in life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how uh, what all four of us uh, adults have the uh, good-looking women that we have is uh, exactly. How many nos did we give? No, no, no. no, no, no we're not doing that. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. But okay, well, very good. Well, Ryan, thank you. Will you come back with us in the second hour? Yes, sir. Because we're going to get uh, Paul Whittington up here on the line. You're going to hang out with me yeah. for this. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out for a little bit, we'll I, bring you back up about seven forty-five, okay. seven fifty-ish, just I, whenever you get back over here. Uh, man, like I said, hey, you've now just... heard from Brian Stevenson. You've heard from David. What happened? <laughs> it's hard work I got now. going over you here. Dude, he breaks his glasses. He's working so Super hard. Superhuman hands. Time <laughs> to stop by the Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank yes, you, sir. David. And we'll, hey, we'll talk to you guys a little bit later in today's show. Uh, I tell you what, I want to tell you about uh, Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of the uh, Brian Hanks show. Uh, for 65 years, you're number two. Uh, for 65 years, are you taking yours off? I was going to go over there and sit. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, for 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston, or over in Kenston, because we're actually in LaGrange right now, uh, at 231 Highway 58 South. But it also has satellite campuses in in Green County and Jones County. Let's turn that down. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. And, again, thank you so much to Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, to all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show since they have been virtually since the beginning of this show. Hey, uh, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now is uh, he's our Carolina Hurricanes uh, expert, which I've got to ask him if he was at the game last night. Uh, he's our NASCAR expert. Uh, we're here for a good time, not a long time this morning since we're out of the True Smoke Smokeout. But it's our, also, he'll be on the sideline tonight for the uh, North or for the Kenston and North and Oregon game. It's our good friend Paul Whittington joining us. How are you doing this morning, Paul? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I am doing good. I got to ask, but and uh, you're joining uh, myself, Jason Bryant, and Connor Bryant this morning here on uh, live here on the air. I got to ask. I, I watched till the very end of the uh, Hurricanes mm-hmm. game last night. Were you there last night? I was there last night. Did you stay till the bitter good. end? No, we had to leave uh, before the start of the overtime period because I had to get home to Sam and Levi. I left them. I left them uh, kind of stranded by themselves for about five hours five and a half hours so so we had to get home well i tell you did you so did the game end when you were driving home did you get to watch the end of it well it was it ended as i was driving home yeah oh okay well i tell you what uh a team that had been struggling a little bit the hurricanes had been and the, i i've got to ask you this dude somebody and, and jason you're gonna laugh about this too uh uh, there's a Carolina Hurricanes page on Facebook, mm-hmm. and somebody mm-hmm. had put – you know where I'm going with this, don't you, dude, Paul? I don't know yet. Okay. Someone had uh, got up on the page and said uh, – had started a post. Of, well, do you think that Rod Brendamore, if this continues, Rod Brendamore's job is in trouble? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell <laughs> him your answer there, uh, Paul Whittington. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Connor doesn't know who Rod Brendamore is, and if I say Canes are off to a slow start and they're already talking about firing the head coach, is that a good idea? 
<laughs> oh, I've got him. Say that again. No. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I that to me, before we even talk NASCAR, before we even dive more in the hurricanes, what in the world is wrong with people, Paul? <laughs> right? It's a good question. Man, people people are crazy. I, I, I don't even know how to address that, that part of the fan base because it's just ridiculous. Um, I mean – it's a, it's an 82 game season and we're 10% of the way through it. Like we're going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, this team's this team's banged up a little bit out of the gate. You know, we, we haven't gotten Andre Svechnikov back. He lost um, Sebastian Ajo for a good portion of the Western road trip. Uh, you, you've lost Brett Pesci for, for a few weeks. There's a big part of the defense. Um, the, and, and then you lost Freddie Anderson there for a couple of games. So, I mean, this team was banged up right out of the gate. Uh, it's it's not like they went on the road and got blown out in every game. They were in a lot of these games. Uh, just had breakdowns defensively and on special teams. And um, got got to fix that stuff. But uh, and then to kind of to kind of highlight how how bad things were defensively and on special teams. Ryan, the, the Carolina Hurricanes are second in the league in, in goals scored with, with 30, okay? They are first in the league, or excuse me, fourth in the league with power play goals scored with eight. Wow. They are first, they are first in the league with shorthanded goals scored, fourth, with four, okay? Now that that's all good stuff. You're you're top yeah, five yeah, yeah. in all of those categories. Now, here's that's that's the good news. Here's the bad news, Brian. The Carolina Hurricanes are first in the league with goals against. The Carolina Hurricanes are first in the league with power play goals against. And the Carolina Hurricanes are first in the league with shorthanded goals against. Mm. How do you explain that to be that disparate on both sides, Paul? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, usually if you've given up the most goals in the league, that means, uh, listen, you're you're in bad shape. This team is still, man, like you said, we're not even 10% of the way into the season or barely 10% of the way into the season. How do you explain that? I mean, is how can you be so good offensively and at this point, again, small sample size, be yeah. so bad defensively? Well, I think uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, how can you be so good offensively and be be so bad de- defensively? And I and I think a lot of it is just trying to figure out the defensive pairings. You know, there was there was the addition of Dmitry Orlov. There was the the addition of uh, Tony D'Angelo. Uh, trying to figure out where those two guys skate well, and then you you have Brett Pesci that goes down. So now you kind of have to reshuffle those lines, and it's just trying to figure out those pairings. Uh, aside from that, when you look at, you know, the, the power play goals against and the shorthanded goals against, uh, that doesn't speak to the defensive side. That speaks to the special team side. And, and there was, there was a lot to be concerned about on that Western trip about, about special teams. I mean, you like to see the power play goals being scored, but you're giving up a lot of power play goals and you're giving up those shorthanded goals. Uh, you know, so far, the, the Hurricanes have given up three. Now it's been a few games since they get since they've given up one. They've given up three over the course of I think the first five games, five or six games was was when they had given up the three. Last season they gave up six over the eighty two games. The season before that they gave up three over eighty two games. And they've given up they gave up three in the first six games of the season. Uh, so so there's some work to do on special teams, and you know hopefully. It's progressing in the right way. The good news here is, Brian, if you look at the game last night, the Carolina Hurricanes did not surrender any power play goals. In wow. fact, I think they were only shorthanded one time throughout the course of the game. All right, dude, since we don't have you for a long time, you want to talk some football? Let me rub in something real quick. Uh, or, yeah. Or, well, or, I tell you what. Wrap up uh, Hurricanes real quick. Uh, your your, where do they stand right now? I mean, again, eight games in, four and four overall. All the statistics that you've thrown at us there, dude. Uh, that nothing to worry about. I mean, again, small sample size. If this happened in the middle of the season, 
you know, if they're four and four from games forty six to fifty four, we're not sweating this at all, are we, Paul? No, we're not. And you know, they're they're certainly not far out of the out of the top of the standings in the in the metro. They're they're two points behind the Rangers. Uh, they currently sit fourth in the metro. They're two points behind the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers, the Flyers, the the Blue Jackets are all three teams that are ahead of them that do have a game in hand. Uh, but I mean, they're within striking distance. It's nothing to be concerned about right now. Well, very. We don't need to fire the head coach, <laughs> dude. You, I swear, you just stole my question. So you, you think uh, Rod Brendamore will hold his job for another week? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> there you definitely. go. That voice you listen to is Paul Weddington. He is live right now on our uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line. We are live from the tr- from the fourth annual True Smoke Smokeout here on Fred Everett Road in Lagrange. And uh, dude, I'm just telling you this right now, man. You are missing something awesome, dude. It smells so good out here. It's either it's either all this barbecue or it's Jason Bryant. And I can't figure out which one it is, but I think it's the barbecue. Okay, I do smell good. <laughs> he says he does smell good. Go ahead, Jason. Let's let's segue over to uh, what you want to talk to him about. Paul, what's your plan for not finishing last place in the picks contest? Because you're only one out of last place now. I'm one out of last place. I mean, what's what's first? Uh, what's first place? Yeah, give him the standings. Um, yeah, Connor, your father is leading with forty six points, along uh, with Keith Spence with forty six points. Jimmy Smith forty five. The great. Paul Whittington, 43, and Hot Take Hanks is 42. <laughs> oh, okay. And so what's my plan if I finish last? No, not to finish last. Like, you got to stay in front of Hanks. Oh, what's my plan not to finish last? I mean, you just have to pick against Hanks. I mean, that's kind of. No. Well, technically, no, you, you should pick everything that I pick. Then, oh, uh, yeah. Pick, yeah. Oh, sorry. You pick everything you pick. He has to. He has to try so to Brian's going to plot. Plot the pick before you do, since he controls everything. There you go. Or no, no, no. He needs See, to pick. What... Paul needs to pick ahead of me, is what you're saying. Yeah, but you need to. I mean, you're the host, so you yeah. can say, well, "All right, Paul, right. you pick." I like it. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you now. Uh, I've, I've got a couple of hot takes for you. Uh, do we want to hit those real quick oh. before we do NASCAR? I don't doubt at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's do that before you ready? hit NASCAR because I'm walking away when y'all do NASCAR. I'm not sitting here. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay here. For, for anybody, for anybody who doesn't know, Brian was always. I don't like hot takes. Hot, <laughs> hot takes. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be that that sports guy. I'm not gonna. I, I don't do that on my show. And then for uh, what? What's his name over at ECU misses a kick, and and he oh. was like, "Well, I'm gonna give you one hot take now." And ever since then, is that where it started? I, I think so. That's where it started. That's where it all started. He was like, "He should be off the team." <laughs> and ever since then, it's been a take hot take. Take his scholarship like every, away. Every but let me say this: yeah. I was not wrong. Uh, that may have been a quote unquote hot take, but I was not wrong. That not kid at the did time. Not, not at the time. Not at the time. You were you were wrong for he missed one kick, so he should be off the team. Now, <laughs> no, in I retrospect, wasn't wrong. looking back, oh, on you it, were I was dead wrong, Brian. You cannot kick a kid off a team because he misses one field goal, hey, dude. It was like a, a field goal that Connor could have made. In fact, I would have put Connor up against him, <laughs> and uh, and Connor could have made that kick. I'm telling you. I don't play soccer anymore. No, this is football. I know. Oh, okay. But soccer translates yeah. to kicking. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. But What's uh, your hot take, Brian? Hit, hit, lay it on us. Yep. Well, I, I was going to save it for the real discount. Hold on. Let's see if Connor can tonight. guess what Brian's hot, hot take. When you talk about football picks going into the night of all the area games, what do you think Brian's going to do crazy that goes against everybody else? It's not else? crazy. I, I think going to beat Kenston. See? Wow. How about that? He just picked it. The 12, we all, knew, like 12 or we all knew it was coming. How old are you? 11. I was about to say that 11-year-old kid picked I am picking a, now Diesel, if you're oh, listening, and I know Diesel We weren't supposed listens. to do that to get Brian. I know, I know, but uh, Diesel, I can bring that picture that uh, you gave me. Uh, oh, I'm sure there's know. another copy in <laughs> I'm here. I'm sure there is. But I am, in all sincerity, I'm picking North Lenore to beat Kenston tonight. I just I think that when you look at what uh, North Lenore – and or, uh, what South Lenore and Kenson did earlier this year is an 18 to six victory. What does what does North Lenore do, and even better than South Lenore did in that game? They know how to control the ball. They know how to control the flow of the offense. And Kenston has shown 
this season, have they not in their three and six start to the season, one and four in the East Central two-way? They have trouble with teams that can run the ball. And I got to tell you, North and North does it better than – and I'm not denigrating South and North. Love South and North, but Hello, North and North does it better than South and North. What Wait, was that? What in the um, North and North, South and North game, wasn't it 12 to 18? Uh, 20 to 12. 20 to 12. Yeah, 20 to 12. But it was a 20 to nothing lead, and I just – I am. I mean, and I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I'm telling you guys. All right. I'm telling you too, Paul. All right. All right. We're going to have a heck of a game tonight. Diesel, if you're listening, you have time to make posters. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in my best Lee Corso voice, Paul, ready? Not so <laughs> fast, my friend. You're okay. forgetting one thing. You have described and make sense on everything you said. Thank you. You while, can stop right there. While North Lenore has the ball. Yeah. You have severely discounted Kinston, when they're on offense, when they spread North and out and they throw the ball all over the field, Kinston will score at will whenever they want to, throwing the ball down the field tonight. I'm telling but you, I just Tyreek Copper is uh, hit he's his, amazing. He hit, Ty- he, Tyreek Copper is going to score four touchdowns tonight. He hit his stride. He had three touchdowns Hot against one Connor. against one of the best teams in the state in their last outing. Yeah. North Lenore secondary is not there. Well, then I'm why, just didn't, telling you. why didn't Kinston score more points against South Lenore then? 18 points against South Lenore. I think there was – I'm just telling you, they yeah. found something against Wallace. Okay. They, they've got confidence, and I'm just telling you, last night the JV game was not very good, uh, but there was a lot of emotion. About that game. There was a lot of emotion, a lot of fire in both of those teams. Yeah. Um, a little chippy, a little edgy. I look for it was four overtimes last night, Paul. Kinston won. JV. Good night. And but I look for I look for a very physical and chippy game in the first half before Kinston pulls away by three touchdowns in the second half. Oh my God! I, it did. Whoever wins tonight's game, if it's North or North or it's Kinston, is not going to be three. You want to put a little uh, a little side wager, some jelly beans on that. All right, y'all talking about NASCAR. This is bet on the bull.com. It is cold out here. I got shorts on. I see a fire <laughs> over there, and I'm getting ready to go warm up out. Okay. While y'all talk NASCAR. So, 7.37, what's my time to get back? Uh, it's 7.50. And tell uh, David that, too, 7.50. Right. I'll have, let, let's keep uh, Paul here All for right. 13 more Mute minutes. Me. There you go. Uh, you still there, Paul? I'm still here. Dude, it's just, I do apologize. It's just a flurry of activity out here at the uh, True Smoke Barbecue, the fourth annual True Smoke uh, Barbecue Smokeout at uh, Chris Hatcher Estates. Uh, Let's see it just uh, tonight's game. You're going to give our pick. You're going to give your pick tonight on the uh, Real Discount Drugs pregame show, which will air from 5 to 7 here on 960 AM and com. Uh, we have other games. I just, I do want to just real quick, just, uh, mention those. We won't go into it cause I want to get your NASCAR analysis here. And if you want to find out anything about any of these games, join us today for the real discount drugs pregame show with the Davis wholesale tire game of the week tonight. Uh, Kenston three and six overall one and four in the conference at North and North two and seven overall one and four in the conference. We'll break down all the statistics on that. I do want to ask you this though, Paul, I mean, you being a, uh, proud, uh, Kenston graduate, I want to see if you – do you know what year was the last time North Lenore beat Kenston in Wheat Swamp? It would have to be around 2003 or 2004. How about – how old was young Paul Whittington in 1998? I turned eight years old. There you go, dude. 1998, the last time North Lenore wow. beat Kenston – in Wheat Swamp, uh, it was a 44-43 to 43 victory for the Hawks that night. And uh, that's what they're going to be trying to do tonight uh, is beat Kinston uh, in Wheat Swamp. We'll see what happens with that. And, again, uh, yes, Diesel, you're welcome. I've given you some uh, uh, bulletin board material. Other games tonight, Parrot Academy, they're 5-3 and three overall. They travel to Rocky Mount to take on Faith Christian. They are 4-3. and three. Faith Christian is. Bethel is 0-5 overall. They travel to uh, Wilson Community Christian, who is 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Aiden Grifton, 3-6 and six overall, 0-5 in the conference. They are at home against Washington, who is 2-7 and seven overall, 0-5 in the conference. And in the final game of the, our area or tonight is Jones Sr. at home 
They are 0-9 overall. They're 0-4 in the conference. They are home against Chocowinity Southside. So that is your games. Uh, South Lenore is off. Their season is complete. Green Central is off tonight with their bye week, but they will be playing in the state playoffs beginning uh, next week. We'll find out all of that tomorrow. The NCHSAA will reveal where everybody's going to be playing in the state playoffs. And, and dude, I got to tell you, we'll talk about this quite a bit tonight, Paul, but I really feel like the winner of tonight's Kinston and North Lenore game makes it to the playoffs. The loser doesn't make the playoffs. Now, bear in mind, they're going to be the 30, 31, or 32 seed, but I think the winner is going to do that. Okay, got all that out of the way. And, again, you want more from high school football, you need to tune in tonight to the Real Low Discount Drugs pregame show from 5 to 7 p.m. We're going to have tons of analysis from myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Paul Whittington, Jason Bryant, Keith Spence, all of that tonight. Okay. Uh, no, no. Let me let me ask you one question before we move on. Since okay. you since you've thrown the hot take out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you willing to go all mad dog on us? Oh dear lord. Just, no, because if you saw what happened. On the spot. No, I'm <laughs> no. not retiring. I don't know though, man. I mean, I'll, I'll I'm willing to. I told uh, I told uh, Jason there. I'm willing to. Uh, Put a little wager or some jelly beans or something on it. I don't know. We will tell you what, why don't you're coming in a little bit early today? Let's come up with a, a nice little wager that goes. I'm assuming you're going to take your alma mater, I'm thinking, right? Most likely. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, so I, let's come up with something. Maybe, I don't know, uh, what would be an interesting uh, wager? Uh,. I'll have to think of something. I don't know where I was talking about it. I'll have to think about it. Okay. Well, we've got about uh, 10 minutes or so to talk a little NASCAR here. Uh, Christopher Bell wins uh, the uh, the last race. Hey, where was the last race, dude? I'm, I apologize. Home, Homestead Miami Speedway. Yeah, Homestead Miami Speedway. He locks himself into the Final Four. So half of the Final Four, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson already in. does not matter what happens in Martinsville uh, on Sunday. Uh, I, I gotta tell you, you gotta think NASCAR is pretty happy right now, dude. They've got Toyota locked in. They've got a Chevy locked in and Kyle Larson. They've got Ryan Blaney right now, a Ford that's, uh, on the uh, precipice of making it in. They want this, don't they? They don't want three Toyotas and a Chevy in or three Fords and a Toyota. They like it when it's, uh, this disparate, don't they? Oh, they certainly do. Yeah, and we got it last year. We had at least one of of every manufacturer that was that was in the uh, the final four when we went to Phoenix. So uh, I know I know that they'll be pulling for for either Ryan Blaney or Christopher Busher or Chris Busher this weekend to to get a win and punch their ticket to the to the round of four. But uh, it's going to be tough because Ford hasn't done a lot of winning lately at the Martinsville Speedway. Well, let's. I tell you what. Before we do that, give me a couple of minutes on uh, Homestead again. A win for Christopher Bell. It's locked him in. He's got to be just. Ext- or obviously, he's ecstatic that he's made it into the final four. Uh, tell uh, just a recap of that race for us. Yeah, uh, it was the Mobile One presents Forever Four Hundred. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of word vomit there. <laughs> at uh at the Homestead Miami Speedway. It was a great race. Um hats off to Christopher Bell. Right place, right time to get the win. Uh had a uh I won't say he had a dominant car. He only led twenty six laps, but but certainly uh had one of the cars to beat. Kyle Larson uh led ninety six laps, ended up finishing thirty fourth after a uh, blunder on pit road with, with Ryan Blaney. Uh he, he smacked those big uh, I don't even know what you call them, the big barrels right out right at the entrance of Pit Road that have all the sand in them. He smacked one of those and uh, ruined ruined his day, ruined his car. He finished his 34th, but he certainly had the car to beat. Um, Ryan Blaney came home second. Uh, if, if it wasn't Kyle Larson, if it wasn't Kyle Larson's car to beat, it was Ryan Blaney's. Uh, and then, you know, just, just the way the, the strategy fell with the cautions and, and all that kind of stuff, Christopher Bell was able to capitalize and punched his ticket to the to the round of four with a win. And, Brian, you know, we've been doing this format. Uh, this is now our 10th season of this format. It started back in 2014, our 10th season with this format. And every single year with this Christopher Bell win, every single year of the format has featured a Joe Gibbs racing driver. Wow. I did, That's not, the good I, news. I did not realize that. I didn't know that. That's the good news. The bad news. They've only gotten two championships 
So you're Both saying there the, uh, that Joe Gibbs Racing is the Atlanta Braves of uh, NASCAR then. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. They've only got two championships, uh, both with Kyle Busch. Uh, have have been unable to, to get to Hamlin there. Christopher Bell last year was part of that championship for Mix. Uh, he was unable to get there. Martin Truex Jr. won his championship uh, before making the jump to uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. So I'm sure they'll be trying everything they can this weekend and next weekend. But uh, as of right now, just the two championships with, with Kyle Busch. Well, there you go. Well, let's uh, let's look forward to Martinsville, man. And I love this, man. Everybody, if you are a NASCAR fan, heck, you don't even have to be a NASCAR fan to remember what happened last year uh, with that amazing run at the very end that the one car had to uh, – in fact, did you like that? I sent you that uh, the video that had, like, all the audio mm-hmm. from, uh, from Joey and from uh, – from uh, your boy in the nine car. I mean, that was an exciting way. There's no way. I'm going to go ahead and call it now, Paul, and, if, and and I don't think I'm being hot take Hanks here by saying this. There's no way they had the exciting finish that they had last year uh, at Martinsville this year. No, I mean, the the move has been outlawed. They, they can't do it again. Um, but, they, but that hasn't stopped them from promoting it. Uh, in, in fact, it's uh, – being memorialized on Ross Chastain's helmet. Uh, one side of his helmet looks like the side of the car that had all the scrapes down the side wow. of it. Looks kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, they, um, they, they can't do it again, but that's not going to stop them from letting us all remember. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's uh, get a little preview here from you. I mean, again, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson locked in. Whatever happens in Martinsville on Sunday, we know that they're in the final four. Uh, who who do you have winning? I tell you what, let's break this down several ways. Who do you have winning the race? Who do you have being the final two, making that final transfer into next week's championship race? And uh, it, uh, those those are my questions. Who do you have there? Yeah, so I, I think first and foremost, uh, the person that I have definitely making the transfer is William Byron. 30 points above the cut line. Uh, he would have to have just an abysmally awful weekend in Martinsville to not make it at this point. Um, just run your laps, stay up front, stay in the top 10, the top 15, maybe get some stage points, and William Byron will lock himself in. Uh, I'm sure he'd much rather do it with a win. As for that fourth transfer spot, this is where it gets interesting. Ryan Blaney, 10 points above the cut, and then 10 points below the cut, Tyler Reddick, and then 17 points below the cut, Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin. Let's not forget, Denny Hamlin's still looking for his first championship ever. Uh, and this is a track that Denny Hamlin has a lot of wins. He's got five wins at this racetrack. The only track that he has more wins at is Pocono. That's the good news for Denny Hamlin. Here's the bad news for Denny Hamlin, Brian. Jeff Gordon has won a race more recently at the Martinsville Speedway than Denny Hamlin. <laughs> that is bad news. To, that is definitely bad have, news, yeah. He, he's got five wins at this racetrack, but you got to go all the way back to March of 2015 to find Denny Hamlin's last grandfather clock. Uh, Jeff Gordon won that fall race. 2015 to punch his ticket to to the round of four that year so this is this is a track that denny hamlin runs well at but just hasn't been able to get that win if you look at his next gen gen stats at the martinsville speedway he's run three races here he's got two top five two top tens and an average finish of 12.3 uh he's led 18 percent of the laps that he's run over the last three races at this racetrack so there, there is a chance we could be talking about Denny Hamlin transferring to the round of four, but there's also a chance, Brian, that we're talking about another season of disappointment for for Denny Hamlin. I do like Denny Hamlin to to run well this weekend, but ultimately I think he misses the final four. Uh, the best chance that he has, I think, at this point is for Christopher Bell or Kyle Larson to get a win because that opens up two transfer spots on points. Uh, but if any driver not named Christopher Bell or Kyle Larson wins this race that's currently still in the playoffs, that creates only one playoff spot for for points. Okay. So Denny Hamlin, 
So who either you, needs to win himself or he needs Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson. There you go. So who do you have then? You got William Byron in, uh, obviously, like you said, being 30 points up. Who's that fourth transfer? Yeah, I got William Byron in with a win this weekend. I think okay. he wins at Martinsville. Uh, the fourth transfer spot, man, it's tough, but it, it's got to be either Ryan Blaney or Tyler Reddick. Okay. I like it. Well, listen, uh, we will see you, uh, Paul Whittington, later on today. Well, I, I, we will uh, see you later on today uh, for the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show uh, over at North Lenore High School. And uh, very, like I said, very much looking forward to that. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much, man. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thanks for talking a little, uh, a little NASCAR, a little Carolina Hurricanes. Can't wait to see you today, dude. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you shortly. There you go. That's Paul Whittington, uh, our our regular Friday guest here on the on the uh, real on the uh, Brian Hanks show. Heck, I don't even remember the name of my own damn show. How about that? Because I got all excited sitting across from me right now, Kenston. I think this is the first time I've had a chance to talk to you since you've been inducted into the Kenston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame. It's our uh, good friend Chris Hatcher joining us uh, this morning. We are at Chris Hatcher Estates here uh, on uh, Fred Everett Road. And, uh, dude, this thing, it just continues to grow every year, Chris. Yeah. It, uh, just wake up on, uh, yeah. what's today? Friday uh, morning. And Friday, October 27th. 30 campers what's out today. here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. Well, we're going to go ahead and I tell you what, rearrange our schedule a little bit since he's out here. Let's go ahead and we'll wrap up the rest of the hour with him, maybe a couple of minutes. Just, uh, David Watkins is helping me produce today's show. Okay, Jason? <laughs> Chris has got a timer. Ask him what. Oh, well, what's the timer for? I got cinnamon rolls coming off the smoker <laughs> in uh, 14 minutes and 26 seconds. Well, I tell you what, we're going to let you go in about 12 minutes then. How's that? Is that? <laughs> well, I got to go put the icing on in, in 14 minutes. Oh, okay. Ooh. And I got a breakfast sandwich coming for you in a minute. So. <laughs> Fat boy's going to get very, very happy over yeah, here. Buddy. Okay, Hatch, what what is this? I tell you what, no, I I I, I don't want to get away from the Hall of Fame for a second because I do want to talk to you about that. Uh, from uh, all the math and everything we did, you're the second youngest inductee in the history of the Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, what what is that? And then the only person? How about this? Uh, who's the youngest person? Jerry. Jerry Stackhouse. So Jerry Stackhouse won. Chris Hatcher second as uh, the youngest uh, inductee in the Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame. What did that mean to you? Uh, that the whole ceremony being inducted and all that, Hatch? Oh, uh, it was just a, a tribute to the hard work that everybody's put in to get me where I was or where I am. Um, it wasn't just for me. It was for you know all the coaches, all the parents, all the families that have put time, you know, into getting me where I am. And um, you know. It was very honored. I was very honored, and it was very humbling. And, you know, I'm sure somebody younger will go in, you know, Reggie or, or uh, Brandon or one of them. But, you know, to be in there with a, with a bunch of great athletes and a bunch of great coaches and, and people from this county is very humbling. I tell you what was uh, neat about it was there were some emotional speeches that were given that night. I mean, uh, Wells Gulledge, I think about him. Uh, and, were, and I'm going to forget somebody, but there were so many. There were, there were two or three dude. I don't think, and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting across from me. I have said this to anybody that will listen to me, dude. You gave the most emotional speech. You gave a lot of love to your brother. Uh, just t tell us a little bit about that. I, I, not that I'm trying to get you to recreate it or anything, Hatch, but I, I just love what you did talking about uh, your brother, Bobby, the, uh, what is it, the, the more <laughs> older, talented. Le older, le older, more talented, Hatcher. Yeah, less motivated. Yeah, <laughs> there you that's go. A, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ask B.J. Davis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. B.J. Davis could definitely tell you that. But uh, just it moved me, dude. It brought I can't even look at you right now, man. It brought tears to my eyes a little bit, and I know it did Linda and everybody else that was there too. Uh, when you when you spoke about your brother and what he meant to you, yeah, I mean, or means to you, I mean, you know, being a, a younger brother, you know, watching your brother play baseball growing up, you're at his games all the time, and and all I want to do was be better than him. Mm -hmm. um, he's six years older than me, so I had a lot to uh, a lot of catching up to do, I guess, and um, I, I guess surpassing him um, on. He was actually more talented than I am. Um, He'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, he was just lazy, <laughs> and he'll tell you that too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he was my drive. He was my focus. And, and, you know, everybody talks about achievable goals, and, well, that was a goal, and I, I far surpassed that. But, um, you know, if it wasn't for him, you know, throwing with me or, or working out with me, you know, I wouldn't be where I am. 
I know, and that's what you mentioned, too, that when you would come home in the offseason, when you were in the minor leagues, when you made it to the majors, that uh, you would come home and he would stop whatever he was doing and, and go out and throw with you and help you. Yeah, anyway, we got to talk True Smoke, but I hadn't had you on the show. We talked about when we, uh, yep. David, we had him on your True Smoke yep. uh, uh, podcast, yep. and we had talked about it, but I just realized we hadn't talked about it here on my show. So I had, for posterity, I had, to, uh, <laughs> I had to get it in. So thank you for talking about that, Hatch. Absolutely. Uh, the True Smoke Smokeout, the fourth annual. You look around, all the campers are out here. Man, it smells freaking awesome out here this morning. What it, it, Jason Bryant even demonstrated that by sticking his nose up in the air and sniffing <laughs> like right a there. like an old hound dog sniffing out the. <laughs> That's what he did. That was awesome. But uh, hey, you have been a part of this since the very beginning, and I loved listening to uh, recreate what you or what you said earlier about when Chris got in touch with you on the page. You didn't even know anything about I, his play. I, I didn't know Chris Hatcher at all. I mean, no more than I knew any other member. And he said, "We've got I got 17, 18 <laughs> acres of grassland out behind my house and." Uh, a full kitchen and a bathroom, and I was like, well, I don't think you want us to use your full kitchen and bathroom, <laughs> but uh, I, I th- we didn't even ex- understand the extent of it at that I, time, I honestly. no clue how many people we were talking about. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, and, and it came together. He offered it up. First time I came out, uh, I met Chris. He was had been weed-eating since the sun came up, I think. He was sweaty and covered in grass and uh, still didn't know who Chris Hatcher was yeah. And as far as in the community and, and his, uh, his athletics. So, but, you know, Honestly, the very first one had this many people at it, didn't it? The, yeah. It was the, the very first one. So this, the support of the people yeah. and the group is just a, is, is what blows me away every time. How do you – and Hatch, you are well, – both of you are uh, here from Lenore County, but just how do you explain just the success of this? Uh, I mean, it has been. It's been immensely successful as we're in the fourth uh, annual smokeout. How do, you, how do you explain the success of this? There you go. Uh, tell we're on the radio tell them what you're if you ask me i'm gonna say that guy (laughs) and and a lot of it's the sponsors for one is a big part of the success because that's that's how we can use the word free is because of the sponsor somebody like you said earlier somebody has to pay something all of this doesn't happen for free but the sponsors is what makes us be able to use that word and but like but again mr hatcher Let's us use this property. You realize what it yeah, would cost much, if we had to buy you? this, if we had to rent this venue. How, how much does how he much? charge you to, to use nothing, this out here? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> hey, pick up your cigarette butts in your trash. Yeah. That's, that's all the charge that we have. We don't put out trash cans. Yeah. Because, first of all, that gives people something to do, and it, it's a mess. You go to these big festivals, you see it. But everyone around here is, for the most part, are pretty good about picking up after themselves. So, but we'll walk through, and I'll see something, scoop it up. Hatch was picking some stuff up a few minutes ago, so yeah. that helps out a lot. And then we have a big cleanup at the end of the day. But the success of this is uh, is the sponsors, and that's he's the, he's the very first one. He was the very first one. Why? I guess this is a big thing, Hatch. I mean, why, why did you get involved in this? Why not? <laughs> I love it. See, no, you don't answer a question with a question. I knew. On, well, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect answer. I knew he was going to say that. I was sitting here like, Brian, don't ask. Don't ask why because Chris – I mean, you know, it's, it, what's that saying in Field Dreams? If you build it, they'll come. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's one more thing for Lenore County to do. Um, yep. You know, I mean, as a county, we re, we offer a lot, but people don't take advantage of it. Yep. Um, and, and this is one little thing, one more thing that we could offer. And, and it's not just for North County. I mean, we got people from, what, New Jersey, um, yep. Delaware, Pennsylvania, you know, Pennsylvania Georgia, Georgia yep. all over. So, I mean, we got people traveling just to come hang out mm-hmm. and just eat good food. So I got to tell you, man, one of my uh, most fun parts last night, other than, you know, eating 21 different kinds of pizza last <laughs> night, which, by the way, <laughs> freaking amazing, okay? But uh, – was watching you and your beautiful wife Jenny. You you both had you were sitting in your chairs. You were you know from where you were sitting, you could see the uh, the the cornhole being played. You could see all the people gathering around, and it's almost like it was a family reunion. But I got to tell you, dude, and you're much younger than I am, but. It was so neat just watching. You look like a proud dad, and I guess it's the best way. And I, yeah, you had your you had your munchkins running around out there too, but. But I, I, I watched you for a couple minutes. Linda and I both watched you for a couple minutes, and you were leaned back. You had your beverage, and you were just kind of looking out over there. You, you've got to be proud of what this has uh, grown into, aren't you? Absolutely. But at that point right there, I was dog tired, so I was just taking <laughs> a break. You know, the day before and that yeah. first day, it, it's a challenge because we're setting all this stuff up. You know, Parkhurst is, and J3 have been out here for a week with me trying to get everything 
ready to go. But, uh, you know, that, that was just taking a breather and uh, trying to take some weight off my back. <laughs> <laughs> a big <whew>. Yeah. <laughs> Your it's, favorite part. What you, oh, I'm sorry, Jason, go ahead. I want you to hit that station ID and get Chris's reaction. Has he heard it? I don't think he has, but we will. We will at the top of the yeah. hour. Yeah. yeah. Hear it every morning. Ah, thank yeah. you. It's pretty yeah. cool, isn't it? It is. How much did you pat the pony up for that one? <laughs> no, nah, man. He, he is the founder of the VCN Sports Network that we switched to. Oh, really? Yeah. So he does all the he does all the promos, and we just send it to him, and and he he did it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. How about that? Brent Musburger had my name in his mouth. That just that blows my mind. Okay. I mean, that, no. I mean, it's someone who I mean, grew like Vince up Skelly on. saying Chris Hatcher. You know, it's like God. Do you have a recording of that? Do you, I swear, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, you can find We've it on got YouTube, to find sure. a recording of that, dude. Uh, look up the recording if you can find it of him talking about Jensen. Okay. So when Jensen was born, they uh, they panned to him at a ball game, oh. and he had these huge fat cheeks. And Vin goes, "Well, there's Chris's newborn son, Jensen, and looks like he's smuggling golf balls in his cheeks." <laughs> <laughs> he really said he that. He said that. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. Okay, well, I'm going to find that. It We're going to play hilarious. that. Show. Yeah, we need that soundbite. That is awesome. How close are we to uh, Cinema Buns? Because I do not want to. We still got five minutes. Okay, very good, very good. I tell you what, though, I am going to – let's wrap up the first hour of today's show. Uh, Man, so many people I want to thank. Paul Whittington, Chris Hatcher, David Watkins, Ryan Stevenson, uh, Jason Bryant, Connor Bryant. We'll be right back here with Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College.